Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. In the U.S., President Joe Biden has promised a full response to the drone attacks by a militant group linked to Iran that killed three U.S. soldiers in Jordan on Sunday. Biden is under intense pressure to respond to the attack, but at the same time, it appears he appears to want to avoid an all-out conflict within Iran. I need to take a deep breath to say this. At the moment in the Middle East... Israel is still attacking Gaza on a daily basis, killing Palestinians there. Houthi groups in Yemen are firing on shipping in the Red Sea. Iran has launched missile attacks on separatist groups in Pakistan. Pakistan has fired missiles at separatist groups in Iran. And Iranian-backed groups have attacked U.S. facilities in Jordan and other places. Zinat Adam is the Deputy Executive Director in the Afro-Middle East Center. Zinat, good morning. Things are certainly looking quite interesting. Well, it's getting more and more complex, but more and more violent. There are more actors using more violence against more people. Zinat, are we looking at some kind of, the big English word would be conflagration, some kind of all-out war? There certainly has been an increase, um, but I think that we need to look at it contextually as well, Stephen. So, When we consider what the Americans have done in the region, they've had um, bases across the Middle East with a number of troops um, that have been based there for a number of years. We know that they invaded Iraq, and as a result of that, they have um, a lot of military presence in the region. When the uh, war began in Gaza, uh, they then increased their military presence. Um, indicating that this arming would be aimed at deterring any uh, additional uh, growth of the military exercises by Iran. It was a clear provocation to Iran, um, putting in an armada of battleships, uh, deploying military assets into the region, increasing their number of sailors to 5,000, um, dropping off another almost 2,000 soldiers into some of these bases. Uh, and this was, you know, they've got their air defense, they've got their ordinances, they're in Kuwait, in Qatar, in Bahrain, in Iraq. I remember within the first week of the situation um, escalating in Gaza, uh, ordinary civilians actually stormed some of the bases in Jordan and in Turkey. Um, and there were indications from the ordinary people to say, please leave our region. Uh, now, Very interestingly, Stephen, in Iraq, um, there have been a number of attacks on American bases. And the Americans have said, we are there at the behest of the Iraqi government. We're there uh, at their invitation. This is a blatant lie. They have not been there. They're not there at the invitation. They have the leftovers from the Iraqi war that they have not withdrawn. Um, And in addition to that, they've increased their troop deployment. But the Iraqi parliament voted and said, please, we need the Americans to reduce their troop numbers here. We need them to leave. What they've done instead is a rebranding and said, no, these are uh, troops that are there just to train the uh, Iraqi military, and then we're going to be out of there. It's not actually true. Okay, so there there are many different things happening here. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it that Iran wants? I mean, I think I know what Israel wants. I think I understand what Hamas wants. Um, the U.S. obviously is is sort of extending its power. Hegemony may be a better word. What does Iran want? Does it want the U.S. just gone from the region completely, among other things? 
Well, I don't think that's the will of just Iran. Everybody wants the Americans gone. They've been saying so for a number of years. The ones that don't want America gone are the client regimes who rely on the Americans in order for their survival, and that includes some of the monarchies in the region. So if we're talking about this attack happening in Jordan, which is disputed because the Jordanians have come and said there were no attacks in their region, um, noting that uh, then the Americans said this was on the Syrian border. We know we know that the Americans are also uh, in Syria illegally, uh, and that they have deployed into the region there. Um, but the only reason why the Americans are in the region is because they're protecting these client regimes and their own interests. The uh, Iranians have been alleged to be backing some of these uh, groups and militia that are alleged to have perpetrated this attack um, on Tower 22 uh, and on several other bases, <clears throat> excuse me, in Iraq. Um, and that's what the Iranians have been trying to deter and uh, supporting militia um, for their own uh, hegemonical reasons in the region. So, Zenith, there are many different things here. There, there's a lot of long-term history. Uh, some of it's about the U.S. involvement. Um, but all of this, you know, quite a lot of this has happened since the attacks by Hamas on Israel and then particularly Israel's response. If Israel and Hamas came to some kind of agreement, if Israel pulled out of Gaza, for example, would that, I hate this phrase, lead to sort of de-escalation across the region? This is the indication that uh, the, the, what the Iranians call the axis of resistance have said that if the Americans leave and if the situation in Gaza is de-escalated, that these uh, attacks would um, you know, be halted. And the same with the Houthis. Uh, that, of course, remains to be seen. And whether or not there is going to be uh, an agreement, Qatar is trying very hard to try and lobby, and they've been in Washington, they've been in Europe meeting with the CIA and Mossad trying to come to an agreement. We've seen resistance from the Israelis on, on this as well. Um, so it's really difficult at this stage to even imagine that there's going to be a de-escalation. Since the ICJ ruling on Friday, we've actually seen an escalation. We've seen increased uh, genocidal uh, statements uh, being made by senior members of the Israeli cabinet. And that makes it very difficult to see an end to this. Zinat Adam, thank you very much indeed. Deputy Executive Director at the Afro Middle East Centre with SAFM.